0: Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.
2: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com
1: well hello everyone hi everybody or should i say hola hola como estas hola. bienvenidos why are you saying hola, Chip? why are you saying bienvenidos i don't know because i'm in mexico right oh, now oh me too
0: i'm in mexico with chip and our two dogs we are the crazy dog ladies we are here on a writing retreat that's right everyone we're writing a book That's happening.
1: Right.
0: Yep. Stay tuned. Probably won't be out till 2023, but But it's going to be phenomenal.
1: (laughs) Right. We really are. We haven't really talked about it. We'll talk about it more, but it's going to be really cool.
0: We have permission to say that. We do. And we do. We're writing a book. That's all we can tell you. (laughs) So
1: stay tuned because it's going to be amazing. Yeah.
0: And we'll have different things that the podcast doesn't have, but that's not why we're here today. We are here today to share a podcast with you with a repeat guest, Destin Garrick. Uh, Okay. I think he reminded me that the episode he was on was 208. Mm -hmm. And it was a top episode. He really speaks more so to penis owners or male identified folks, but with penises Uh, and how to be a better lover, master lover, how to have multiple orgasms, how to just enhance your sexuality for yourself and, or with a partner. Uh, And this one's talking about how to become the best lover she's ever had. So it is gendered in the conversation. um, And I just want to acknowledge that we try to keep most things as inclusive as possible. And, um that's just how he speaks. He's an amazing speaker, educator, author love him. And we talk about on the episode, by the way, because April's not on it.
1: Well, I w- I yeah. did record an episode with him, but the quality of the, the recording was too... It wasn't good enough the for, Internet was for all of you out there yeah, because we love you so much. So Amy recorded it without me, but I do know all the content. I haven't actually listened to the episode. I'll listen to it with you all well, when it yeah, releases. you already, already gone. yeah. I'll, but she I was knew, there before. Yes, I was there before. And what were you... We were talking about the rock star piece or well, spiritual rock star? So well, well,
0: that was so an, an alter ego, yeah. But what I was saying is that because we live in Santa Cruz, California, we don't really get to record in person all the time mm-hmm. other than when we're together. So we have to rely on the internet. And we all know how the internet works right now. It's um, not right now, but it's just, it can be tricky. And even with this recording with Dustin, I swear the internet gods were like, i don't know but we made it happen we were dedicated to work so if you do hear any audio quality that doesn't sound um tip top you know top shape um please just bear with us and sometimes that just happens because that's what we have to do and this is a free gift to y'all because hopefully you're not paying for this podcast so but he's got some good tools for you and and i don't know if do you people
1: paid for our podcast somewhere
0: well, there's l- not ours, but you know, it's like Luminary where people oh, right. pay to right, listen to right. podcasts. I guess you
1: you'd pay for Spotify if you listen to it through Spotify, which yeah, I guess yeah, that's I true. Do. Yeah, and I guess you would be. Paying. And it is free. It's yeah. a free. It's it's a free resource for all of you. Well, and we
0: love sharing our gifts. So uh, normally we do a sex question. By the way, um, in Mexico, we're on the Caribbean side over here, and it's just some nice wet sand beaches. And our dogs are smothered in sand right now and exhausted. I'm just trying to give you like. You know, a picture, and I can see April's underwear right now, and she has a zebra on her
1: panties. Yes, staring I, at you. And me I right have now. stripes on my hmm. my actual dress. That's weird. Oh. I didn't plan it. Now, you all feel like you're here with us. There you okay. go. <laughs> Imagine a legend covered in sand in sitting April, on my bed. Panties. That I'm going to sleep in later. Thanks, legend. <laughs> Fucker. All right, let's dive on into a sex question. Are you ready, Chip? I can't wait. I love these.
0: Woohoo. Here we go. I am a 40 year old married man, and I have noticed lately that I need physical stimulation of my penis to get and maintain an erection, even though I am very turned on mentally. Is this normal? If not, is there anything I can do to help this? p.s love both of you and your show and i've listened to almost every episode awesome keep up the amazing work Woo! i love it it's almost it's 265
1: episodes (laughs) Yeah. that's how many that's what we just released holy today. shit
0: yeah so this
1: person's saying that they used to just get an erection without any stimulation and now they like just by seeing a naked body they can oh. get turned on or is my guess you know they're just like I, or they could think about you know, or watch porn that can happen or. with like wetness of the pussy too sometimes I'm like I'm so turned on but my pussy is not you're like just doing on. the lubrication thing that it used to and mm-hmm. I'm pushing 42 by the way maybe there's a pattern here you're not pushing 42 she's pushing 40, 40. <laughs> as well as yeah. like like in in line wet, with yeah. this questioner
0: it's like shit did you just get older in the last five minutes Yes, um, I yeah so you so you just answered it it's normal and especially well speaking to aging yeah the body changes like you that dick of yours has been getting blood flow for a long time so naturally those blood vessels and all the tissues are going to shift you know that they, they, they've been working really hard just what happens and so things change and then we just change and may and this is i'd say more so age but like april was saying you know what you're what you that experience of like i'm turned on but my pussy's not Acting the same way, and you know, not you not super engorged, or um you know, doesn't have all the fluids and things that could happen when you're 20. Yeah, and and because we're complex sexual beings, there's more to it. And I think in this person's case, yes, age is probably part of it. Now you have this other um way, and I'm, I'm doing like air quotes with need. You know, you need. To get the erection, and, and that's just part of learning as we change and shift.
1: Do you think? So they asked for. Is there anything they can do to help with this? Do you think? Is because i don't recall if this shots the pee shot oh yeah those kinds of things if those can help with was, with the yeah. we, we talked wave. the gains yeah. wave right and i don't want to recommend anything that i don't know but i would listen to the episodes that we did with dr judson brandeis mm-hmm. which is
0: only a number of episodes ago uh dr nicole eisenbrown although she's maybe talking more about pussies
1: we talked about it with susan bratton a bit too yeah. she talks about gains wave so if you if you could just go in in on our website and search in the search bar you can look up and
0: what i'd say though is if now you need to touch your cock to get an erection
1: touch your cock
0: to get an erection you like you i yeah you could go and do gains wave and all these other things and like you you can just touch yourself and that's okay or have someone touch you that you're playing with and it's okay that you know now that you don't just see the naked body and er, and and that isn't enough air quotes again to get the cock hard that's fine hey at least your cock's still getting hard too and i mean you're only 40 as well but that's okay and you know here's what could happen in, in 20 years maybe touching the cock won't be enough you know mm-hmm. you're 60 and now all of a sudden you don't get the rock hard cock that you used to and now it's just like semi-soft and it gets hard sometimes and uh you know and some days it doesn't and that's normal too and so it's, it's just like we just learn you know in that case I, my advice would be um, you know, start to learn to play with soft cock. You know, like we just change and we learn to change with it. And that's or you
1: could talk to a urologist if it yeah. if it is something that's bothering you that you want to, you want to shift. Yeah. That's always there. There are options out there, and we've had Doctor uh, Doctor uh, Dr. C, John, Dr. C yeah,
0: John C, John C, John C.
1: He was saying he was having the best sex of his life yes. in his sixties, yeah. and that he was at this optimal performance mm-hmm. level. And and but there's nothing wrong with soft, soft cock no. play, and no. we endorse and love that too you can get a strap on if your cock isn't performing how you want it to you could actually also incorporate some sex so
0: many ways yeah it's endless we live in 2022 in this moment so go check it out but keep touching your cock have fun with that
1: are you ready for a bio yes i am all right destin garrick is a globally recognized leading voice in masculinity sexuality and personal empowerment a certified sexologist through the American College of Sexologists International. He is the founder of The Evolved Masculine, a pioneering coaching and training company for men and author of the best-selling book, The Evolved Masculine, Be the Man the World Needs and the One She Craves. Destin is also the creator of a groundbreaking and life-changing 12-week sexual self-mastery training program. To learn more, visit evolvedmasculine.com slash shameless.
0: All right, everyone. It is interview time. And let me tell you all the ways why this is a very special podcast episode. Well, number one, Destin Garrick, who is here with us, uh, has been here before. And the episode that he was on before, oh my gosh, I didn't write down the name. Destin, do we know the name or number? I don't know. Oh my God. Just go to our website or even on iTunes. Um, or wherever you listen, if you look up Destin, D-E-S-T-I-N, separate word, Garrick, G-E-R-E-K, I think I got that right. uh, It will pull up the episode likely, or just look for the shameless sex episode. Um, This episode was about sexual mastery for penis owners. Number 208. 208. All right.
2: Sexual self-mastering.
0: Sexual self mastery. Perfect. So this episode was up there as one of our top episodes. It did really well. And Destin has a magical way uh, and a very realistic way of speaking to penis owning folks or male identified folks, as well as their lovers about how to be a, not just like a master lover. We're not talking about hacks here, like take the little blue pill and I'm not anti little blue pill, but not just the quick fix. Um, We're talking about how to uh, do the work to really be your, best self as a lover as a partner and for your own sexual self and our listeners ate it right up it has energetic sex and some little woo with the right amount of just realistic academic real life information and this is going to have a little bit of a different focus on um, how to become the best lover that she's had so we're speaking to penis owning or male identified folks who are into or in relationships with um, female-identified or Volvo-owning folks and also to those people who want to be in partnership with them. And here's the other thing. Here's the other reason why this is a really special podcast. We already recorded it once. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. We're in Santa Cruz, California, um, where it's really hard to meet with people in person. Destin was in Indonesia at the time. So I'm amazed we even got what we got out of that quality. Wow, 2022 is a magical year for technology. And the interweb gobs were not necessarily on our side and we didn't get all of the recording. So now we are doing it again. And I say we, it's just Destin Destin and I, April was on the last one. She is slammed in just busyness world and she sends her love, but this will still be wonderful because Destin's amazing and April is here in spirit. So without further ado, please stay tuned for this really wonderful episode and i pretty sure you will not be disappointed. Destin, even though you have been on our show, can you please tell the story about how you got to where you are today in the world or field of sexuality, both in your personal life and in your professional life?
2: Sure. Uh, First of all, thank you for having me Uh, again. (laughs) I've been on this path for over 25 years now and I am 43. So really, I you could say that what really catalyzed me onto this path was my high school sweetheart um, being raped on her 15th birthday just before we met. I ended up being the first person that she told, and while quite obviously this had a major impact on her, it also had its own massive impact on me. We ended up being together for about three years, and through that time, the impact of the rape was ever present. From an emotional level, there was always just as deep as we got, there was just always something there between us, you know, in the way between us. And then on a physical level, I can't, I have so many memories still of sitting on the bathroom tile while she was gripping my hand in pain, screaming from nonstop uh, bladder infections and UTIs. Um, At some point in a state of exasperation, I just made a declaration to God, the universe, to myself, that I was going to do everything I could with my life to create a world where things like that didn't happen. Uh, That ended up being a very windy path (laughs) because something else happened in that time at that because of that experience amongst others i ended up taking internalizing this message that uh, other men and uh, masculinity and men's sexuality most of all was not to be trusted and so with that as a boy on the cusp of manhood i disconnected from these parts of myself and over the next decade that became increasingly a problem finally in my late 20s i Realized something has got to change. Something something is messed up. I don't quite understand what it is, but I got the sense that my masculinity and my sexuality and the connection between the two was a core part of it. And in 2007. Speaking of how long this goes, this was now uh, 15 years ago. I declared that that year was going to be the year that I actively explored uh, my masculinity, my sense of myself as a man, my uh, sexuality, and really tried to uh, get clear as to what does healthy masculinity and healthy masculine sexuality look like because i when i looked around I, I saw lots of examples of what not to do and what not to be but i had a really hard time finding role models to look up to especially in these areas and so finally i mean i decided well if i can't find the role model that i'm looking for then what would it be like for me to become the role model that i wish that i had and really, this is my my challenge, my invitation, my inspiration to every person listening to this is what would it be for you to become the role model that you are looking for? Mm-hmm. I'll say particularly that there's much of that that hasn't changed in these 15 years. We still have a dearth of healthy uh, male role models, especially when it comes to uh, you know male masculine sexuality. And so as a listener of the show, clearly your sexuality is something that is a priority for you. And so what would it be for you to be become that role model?
0: Mm. Such a big question <laughs> because I think a lot of people are like, I have no idea, you know, I think even think for the folks that had really great role models for well, speak to this masculine in general, uh, even within that, if we take that aside, and we look at the popular imagery, uh, ideas, concepts that we see in mainstream media, pornography, you know, all these places, you could have the best upbringing ever with, you know, a wonderful masculine figure or peers or family members. And yet you watch TV, or you watch Porn twice and it shows you something very different. I mean, most of the time, not always, but most of the time. And it's we are sponges and we get, we you know, we absorb those pieces. There's just no way around it. So with that, I'll link that to this next question. Before we talk about what it means to be the best lover that she's ever had, or this, you know, this area that you're speaking to, kind of our our best version of ourself as sexual beings, and speaking to penis owners or male-identify folks, what does it mean to? not be that like what are we talking about energetically and how that shows up with sex maybe both with lovers and the sex we have with ourselves
2: yeah (laughs) there's a lot of questions wrapped up in that (laughs) question (laughs) that's how i work (laughs) so to uh you know there's being the worst lover she's ever had and then there's you know just more of that's kind of mediocre or average lover. And if you listen to this show, you don't really want either one of those. You know, you're know, so you listening to this show because you want to be better than average. And the, the truth is, in the heart of hearts, most men would really want to, desire, crave even to be, to, to know comfortably that they were the best she's ever had or he or they've ever had. They're the best that their lover has ever had. and. What I found is that men who either have a sneaking suspicion that they're not, or even that knowledge that they're not, ooh, it can really get to him. It can eat away at his confidence, not just his sexual confidence, but can start to spill out into these other areas of his life. So some things that can so our pop culture will, will generally say, well, you know, we'll focus on like, oh, we're talking about like if she's had a bigger dick before. And that's not what I'm talking about here. Uh, I have been with plenty of women who have had bigger dicks than I have, and, and yet, I, including women who have made very clear, both verbally and not verbally, that left me knowing very clearly that uh, she considered me the best that she's ever had, including straight flat out saying it, not just once, but repeatedly, um, which that's one, of the, that's one of the telltale signs. But when she's gushing about her experience with you, not like saying something to fluff up your ego, but like with this, you know, glowing look on her face and smile ear to ear and just can't stop talking about it. Uh, you know, those those are indicators that you can't ignore. And if you have enough of them in your history, yeah, it changes you. And it certainly changed me. And that's I, I share this not to be like, oh, look at me, but because that, like I want you to get a sense of what's possible and to know that these things are possible for you. Because I have kind of reverse engineered my life journey because these experiences that I've come to have, I didn't always have. And I still haven't answered your question. So to not be that, <laughs> it's largely one of the big things about getting locked in your head. This is extremely common amongst men is that We intellectualize, even over-intellectualize everything in our experience of life. We learn from young that our bodies and our emotions and our felt sense is not to be trusted. Uh, We learn to just kind of ignore it, to shut down those feelings, and instead to retreat further into our ideas about things. And then there's our experiences of like video games, for example, where we learn like, okay, I just need to figure out the right combination of buttons to press and then her orgasm will pop out. <laughs> but, you know, real life sex and real women don't really work that way. she isn't to be figured as sex particularly with her, it's not to be figured out mentally, as much as, much as it's to be felt out. You know, that, that there are a million different communications that she is giving you, a small percentage of which are with words and not, being, not picking up on those things, not listening, not being tuned into those communications, or what make you not that extraordinary lover. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, conversely, deepening your attunement, and particularly here, your sexual attunement, is key to becoming that extraordinary lover. Mm-hmm. And the focus of like, what we're going to be talking about today And one of my main teachings around sexual self-mastery is starting that attunement process with yourself learning to tune your own instrument and by learning to be able to listen to these subtle sensations and subtle communications that your body is giving you it allows you to then use your body to feel into what is going on in her
0: Mm -hmm. yeah uh i just want to put out speaking to just a you know a big old dick (laughs) Um, I can say, for myself, the best sex I've ever had didn't have anything to do with the penis size. Um, The best sex I ever had didn't have to do with just they knew all the right techniques. And some of the worst sex that I have had, I will say, was from people either selfish lovers who didn't really necessarily care about my pleasure and you know my body my needs, uh, people who didn't take time to um, sh- show that they really wanted to take time to you know at a slower pace with me as a vulva owning receiving orifice that takes longer generally speaking than other penis folks to get blood flow i'm also an energetic being where safety and presence are really important feeling really respected um based on my just me and based on my history with sex and, um, in the masculine. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I totally identify with that. And as I say that I do have some friends that a big dick is fabulous. They're like, you know, I have one friend who listens to some podcasts talking to you, one friend, not judging you, but she's really big on, she has this theory that hands, you know, there's like the idea of like foot size resembles dick size. Um, and she has this theory that it's hands, but I'm like, girl, I've slept with some small hand folks that had some bigger cocks. I don't know what you're talking about, but anyway, so she looks at hands and everyone, she's also looking for wedding rings or tans of, or a lack thereof of a tan for a wedding band to see if they're like, single or not Um, but she's like really into hands and you know a a larger cock is important to her and she is just a sexual being who doesn't need a ton of warm-up who has multiple orgasms very easily and she to me is kind of an anomaly in a lot of ways where i don't know a lot of other vulva owners who are that way And, and she like for her she never has never had bad sex. She's in her forties. She's never had bad sex. And cause she knows how, and I'll say in the words of Samaya Burton, who has been in our podcast, Samaya Burton, who she uses these words, she knows how to get her nut, no matter what <laughs> the dick or the energy is, they know how to do this. But I, that is not how most of the owners that I know are. So with that, and you probably have some things to say about that, You're saying attunement, speaking to the qualities of a great lover, the best sex that she's ever had. You're saying attunement. I'm assuming this is is presence. But what are, in your mind, you said some of those qualities. What are some of those qualities? And, And I have another question on the tools there. But whatever you want to do with that, we can go to the tools after that. It's a lot of
2: information. So how do you... How do you deepen that attunement?
0: Yeah, how do like, what, yeah, we know kind of what the qualities are, but yeah, like how do we actually deepen that attunement? And if there's other qualities that you can think of, but if not, that's all good. Because yeah, I'm sure, sure. you can talk about attunement for 20 hours and we don't have that kind of time. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> Easy. So, so uh, you mentioned presence in passing there. That, um, yeah, presence simply means getting out of your head, out of your either critique of self or her, or fantasy, or anything that has you up in your head thinking about what you're going to do next is not present. Mm-hmm. Presence is being here in your body fully with her. It's only through presence that true intimacy and real passion takes place here. It doesn't take place in the mind. It doesn't take place in the past or in the future. It's right here. So I say that your greatest tools for presence are your five senses, Mm -hmm. are when you are in your animal body, you don't have to ask a lion to be present, you know, (laughs) they're in their, their being, they're in their senses, their sight, their hearing, smell, touch, taste and when you are focused in there you're you're not in your mind chatter so you can simply like with your lover bring your attention to what you're seeing focus on the beauty of your lover not your critique of your lover the beauty of your lover like notice the way that her skin that glistens in the lights where the flicker of candles or whatever light you have on her body the curves that she that are unique to her the different folds of tissue that the changes in skin tone, the little tiny hairs uh, across her skin. Notice the way that her eyes shine when she smiles. Bring your attention to any of these little details. Get into that state of curiosity. What little details can you notice in her body that maybe you hadn't noticed before? Something like freckle or beauty mark. Your sense of hearing, everything from her moans of pleasure to your own. That's another piece we'll get to. Uh, (laughs) The sounds, uh, if there's music playing, and even the sounds of her breath to be so present and so tuned in that you can notice the difference between each of it, her inhalations and each of her exhalations. When you are that present with her, you can start to notice these micro tensions and micro relaxations in her body. Mm-hmm. Your sense of smell, everything again from the smell of sex in the air, the smell of uh, uh, her sweat, your sweat, the mixing of the two, and her uh, sexual juices, any perfumes that might be she might be wearing, or scented candles in the air. Your sense of taste. Kiss her, taste the, her saliva, her tongue, the sweat on her skin, her pussy. Sight, hearing, <laughs> taste. Yeah. What am I missing? It's, we have uh, said so we have
0: taste. We did, and then I mean obviously touch. You did the, the that we did. Hearing. You did smell. I think we didn't we do touch. All of them, did we? <laughs>
2: touch, touch, <laughs> yeah. touch. So, touch everything from the feeling of her skin underneath your fingers, your body's pressing together. And then, so there, there's a touch from the outside. And then there's the sensations that you are feeling inside your body. And this is, again, particularly valuable when we move into these other aspects of your sexual self mastery. Start to notice, like, when your body's touch, what do you feel in your body? Aside from just oh my 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 dick feels hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you can notice that there are other things happening that when you feel like a ca- caress on on your body, you may you can start to tune into the feelings of like this little chain reaction of the like the nerves in your body getting lit up and start to notice those things. You may notice that when you get t- touched in a particular way, your breathing changes. For a lot of people, they find that, that as they get more aroused, their breathing gets more rapid or, uh, and more shallow, or they even start to hold their breath. Careful, though, because if you're a penis owner, that pattern, the squeezing of musculature in the body and shortening the breath, or holding the breath, tends to drive you rapidly towards ejaculation. So the nice thing about developing this level of self-attunement is that when you start to notice those things, you can start to make little changes. Start to intentionally slow down your breath, intentionally relax your breathing and relax your body and muscles with that exhale. And that alone, that little piece alone may be enough to help you begin lasting longer if that's ever an issue for you.
1: All right, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of one of our carefully chosen sponsors like Helix Sleep. We know you're shameless about sex, but is your mattress up to the task of helping you have the incredible sex you crave and the quality sleep you deserve? If you had to think about it or the answer is no, then you have to get yourself a Helix mattress. Just go to helixsleep.com shameless, take their two minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will probably give you the best sleep of your life. I was matched to the midnight mattress, and its medium firmness is magic for my side sleeping. Plus, it's plush enough to make all those sex positions I wanna try Possible couples fight about a lot of things, and your mattress does not need to be one of them.
0: Helix will set you up with a mattress that works for both of you. Plus, you get to try it for a 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick up the mattress if you don't love it. Now is the time to get a mattress that's customized for you, because Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders, and two free pillows for our listeners at HelixSleep.com/shameless. That's HelixSleep.com/shameless to get matched to your perfect mattress for all your sleep needs this podcast is free to you because of another one of our incredible sponsors Everlywell. if you're like me you want to take your health more seriously but before we do that we need to know what's going on with our bodies in the first place that is why I love Everlywell. Everlywell at home lab tests give you physician reviewed results and insights so you can take action on your health all at an affordable cost. They have over 30 tests to choose from, even tests that check for STDs in the privacy of your own home. I recently took the food sensitivity test and I feel so much better knowing what
1: foods support my optimal health. Everly Well makes it so easy. They ship your at-home lab test straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Then, use the prepaid shipping label, mail your test back to a certified lab, and get your physician-reviewed results sent to your device in just a few days. And here's some more good news. For listeners of the show, EverlyWell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home test at everlywell.com shameless. That's everlywell.com shameless for 20% off your at-home lab test. everlywell.com shameless. All right, back to the interview.
0: Okay, so I have a question, and this is specifically for folks, uh, well, such as myself and most humans I know, where you're saying, you know, focusing on these senses when we're having sex with someone, focus on sight, smell, taste, hearing, touch right? Did I get all of them? Um, so focus on all these things. So I'm touching my partner's skin. I'm focusing on the skin touch. I'm I have my face up to my partner's pussy or cock. And I'm noticing the smells and, and I'm looking at the colors and the textures and, ooh, and, and as I said, that's hot. And what if that's hard for me to do? And my question specifically is, is one of the tools to practice on my own with self-touch self self-pleasure masturbation practice to kind of harness this skill
2: yeah first of all very great, great um there's a reason why the training that i lead is called sexual self-mastery i believe very strongly it starts in yourself everything from the attunement to yourself and also like you are a sexual being. You're you are your first sexual partner. You're you have a sexual relationship with yourself throughout your entire life. Let's hone that as strong as it can be, and as that improves, your sexual experiences with your lovers are going to improve. So, with this aspect around working with your senses, yeah, practice that on your own instead of as. Most men today, masturbation means flipping around porn while one hand is just stroking up and down fairly mindlessly on your cock and all your attention is on the screen in front of you. So what is it to do other than that? If completely turning off the porn is too much of a leap for you right now, first of all, you can uh, do it. If you can challenge yourself in that way, challenge yourself. And there's a, a good chance if it is a deep Habit that your whole nervous system is trained deeply to have this hyper stimulation of the porn uh, to experience that arousal in your body yes i believe it's very valuable to expand like to train your body to be able to experience arousal without that type of stimulation uh, not because it's inherently bad but because it's too narrow expand what you're capable of. And if it's too much, because I like to be practical, just simply instead of it being where soul focuses, instead let yourself to kind of you could leave the porn on, but keep most of your focus in your body and just kind of like glance into the porn here and there and then come back into your body. Does that make sense?
0: Totally. A hundred percent. I, I, I love it. And it sounds more obtainable than, you know, get rid of it and just focus on you and become you know, an avid meditator, you know, become one with masturbating Buddha. Sorry, Buddhist. I'm sorry if I offended you, <laughs> but like, you know, that how a lot of people teach it is like this all or nothing kind of extreme jump instead yeah. of these baby steps, which, which you're kind of talking about, like not tight, you know, not tight training, but like, you know, just kind of working your way into this process. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. So so practice on your own in that, in that way. Tune into your own senses. And you don't necessarily need to be in all five of your senses all, all the time. It's more like they're each different tools. You could be like, oh, let me like, okay, I noticed some of my head like, for, like really bring myself into like what I'm seeing. Like even in this moment where you are listening, like take this moment to just focus on what you are seeing. Notice your environment. See if you could just notice any little detail of your environment that you just don't normally pay attention to. Like it, on this wall in front of me, I'm noticing all the little textures on the, of the paint on the wall. Uh, it, it's always there. I just don't normally give it attention. But by bringing my focus to these little details, it helps me come into my body and what's actually happening in this moment.
1: Mm.
0: I just imagine as you were saying that focusing on the wall and all the textures, that you were not you were doing it with my pussy, but you know, you know, like, well, maybe you were doing it, you know, having April. a partner. Yeah. Yeah. April's, yeah. April's <laughs> doing it with my pussy. Or I'm looking at April's pussy or, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, you're noticing all oh, like, oh, there's like this rosiness and it's, there's engorge and like, wow, your clitoris is growing and, and, you know, like, oh, your, your pubic hair is, you know, X, Y, and Z and all these little things. And hopefully I'm not looking at like the negative things, not the negative things, but like the judgy things that we do in the world, not just with genitals. And then I'm focusing on that and then it changes my energy. And maybe I even speak to these different things in partnership or even taking it outside of that, like maybe I'm touching my own genitals and I'm thinking about... Um, you know, not just like, you know, am I going to, am I going to come or whatever, but more like, what is it? What does the skin feel like on my fingers? And, you know, all these different things where we have this, this easy tool. And here's the thing, people listening to this, we're giving you homework to go pleasure yourself you know, <laughs> for the people who are like, Oh my God, this sounds daunting. We were saying like pleasure is available there. Yeah. Like there might be challenges and things because your system isn't familiar with it, but like What a wonderful life work, homework, sexy work project, to, and what a wonderful gift to give yourself that could translate into partnership to go and practice pleasure. Like, how awesome is
2: that? It's the homework I give all the time. (laughs) Uh, And even particularly with this tool around working with your senses, you can explore this Outside of just your self-pleasure or partner pleasure, just in life, like I said, in this moment, any moment during the day, you could decide like, hey, let me explore, let me just tune into what am I hearing right now? What are little sounds around me? You hear my voice when Amy speaks up, you hear hers. You may hear a whir of the fan of your computer. Maybe there's somebody speaking in the background or some birds chirping or whatever else you may tune into and notice in your environment right now. Anytime, anywhere you can be in this practice and the value of doing that to just kind of make it something that you're just playing around with every day is that then when you're by yourself, it's easier. And then when you're with a lover, it's easier because you, you practice, you just, it's just something that you do.
0: Mm-hmm. what about okay so now okay next question I'm having sex with April <laughs> so, I'm having sex with a partner I've been practicing this in my masturbation my self-pleasure practices I've been practicing this walking down the street you know in the everyday world maybe not all the time but I'm, I'm bringing this in I'm like okay I'm getting better at this I'm having sex with April or a partner and I'm like okay I'm gonna practice this here I'm being really present not in my head folks in the senses and I and we're mid whatever sexy thing we're doing and then I notice I get in my head. Mm-hmm. What do I? I do then if I'm like fuck it's happening and I start to feel like I'm pulling out of the experience what can I like press pause do I speak to it are there tools that I implement in that moment
2: yeah great question first of all there are there are many different options hence why you have a course <laughs> but, or not just a course but you have
0: a whole program
2: on this and yeah a yeah because first and foremost I want to really encourage you to practice compassion for yourself and practice being in that state of acceptance of whatever is going on, you know, because the worst thing that we can do, which is also a very common thing to do, is we have some p- problem arise, whether it's locked up in your head or you come quicker than you want or you're not getting an erection when, when you wanted to and boom your head starts spinning on this worse and worse and worse You start beating yourself up judging yourself oh no this always happens is this something i'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life oh my god what does she think about me etc uh, etc cetera, et cetera. all these places that our minds can go that do not help the situation they do not help there's not like not in any way does it help and, and instead it whatever problem you were facing to begin with now it's amplified so cultivating that state of like whatever it is whether you're locked in your head or you just came quicker than you want or maybe very quick or you're like yeah my dick's just not getting hard can you be in that place of okay not my preferred t- t- uh, state right now but this is this is how it is right now. So, from that place of just acceptance of what it is, then you can choose what to do in that moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But that is a much more powerful place to be in versus the beating yourself up state of being. Because, first of all, one thing that I found with with women, and you know, in the course of my life, I've had all these experiences, and a partner's response. Uh, is generally has a lot to do with your response. Hmm.
0: Good
2: so boy. The,
0: yeah, fuck yeah, thank you.
2: <laughs> the, the more the more you are in a state of oh fuck, something is horribly wrong here, the more she's likely to respond with, oh shit, you know, something's horribly wrong here. Either her going to her own place of contraction or you know, her own criticism or judgment, or into like Trying to placate you and try to make you feel it's okay. Oh, no, no, no it's fine. It's okay. Which, I did
0: that 100%.
2: <laughs> which really doesn't feel good for anybody in that moment. <laughs> anyway, versus the more that you are like, there's nothing really wrong here. This is what's happening. Okay, let's find some other ways to enjoy the situation. Let's find some other ways to make sure that that you, my lover, is feeling good and pleasure. The more likely that she is to relax and to be like, oh, okay, there's no problem here. And oh, he's still taking care of me. His attention is still on me. He's still caring about what my experience and how I'm feeling. And the more she's able to just kind of surrender into that, and possibly even to have incredible sexual experience still. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I, and I'll speak at, at, from someone who's a vulva-owning individual. We, we just are a little bit more trained in the caretaking department of feeling like we need to take care of, you know, as, especially for, you know, Volvo owners who are having sex with penis owners or or People identify as male, male, or masculine, and this isn't everyone. I know listeners are like, oh, now she's talking about the patriarchy again. It's just true. It's just true that it's more common, and it's been happening for centuries, if not you know thousands Millennium. upon thousands, millennia. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah, and decades. Um, all of the above, and there just is kind of no way around admitting that that is something that exists. And I know that there's plenty of penis owners who are doing the same thing, so I don't want to discredit that piece. And when I identify with that, like you know, I'm someone who does that. One thing that I do that I love about myself is if I'm having this brings me to my next question brings me if I'm having sex with someone who comes faster than they want to and they're having a process about oh no I didn't mean to come or their cock doesn't stay hard and they're having a process about oh God what you know what do I do about this I do genuinely say it's all good I'm just happy to play with you we can find other ways to play. That feels right to me because I know you have a mouth, you have fingers, you have a whole body, and I have those things too. And actually, I would prefer to go down those routes because then we can get really creative. But if you're having a big process and you're over there and you're like, oh my God, you know, it's my stamina, my performance, these things, and it's now the sex is ruined and you're shutting down. And I still say it's all good. We can find these other ways to play. But then you fully shut down. You're having a shame spiral, or a self pity thing, or you know whatever your process is. I will feed on that. And I will try to carry the situation by being the strong one, by being the one to be like, oh, all good. Oh, no, you're fine. You're And, and like, that's a too much for me. And let's switch the roles if I were to do the same thing. And like, you know, I'm, I can't have an orgasm when we're having sex. And now I'm in my head about it and I'm like shutting down and not wanting to engage with you because I'm in that process. And now you're trying to carry the situation to make me feel better. We all feed off of that.
1: Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy. UberLube's unique formula is velvety, long lasting, with no flavor or scent, and it feels absolutely incredible on the body. There are thousands of doctors recommending UberLube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. So whether you want to make your hot sex, even hotter, or you want to prevent dryness, take our advice and check out our favorite go to, UberLube. UberLube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage,
0: to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. Uberlube is without a doubt my favorite lube, and countless listeners agree, often stating we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com, use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. Omgs combines scientific research of real vulva owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. Omgs studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you... I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power.
1: OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's great. Only pay once and these techniques are yours forever. That's right. This is not a subscription service and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any omgs season. Again, go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now back to the show. Show, 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 show. Show.
0: This brings me to my next question about... Stamina performance and erections. Because we talked, you talked about like, you know, ejaculation and going back, kind of back to like, what makes a great lover or not a a great lover. My guess, I already know the answer to this one, pretend like I don't, is a hard cock, an important factor of that. And is stamina performance, meaning you're able to have sex for, you know, whatever eight hours, like sting did or whatever. Do these things matter? And is there maybe an option C that sometimes, or is it a small part
2: yeah. <laughs> okay. So option C, uh, to, to say that it's all that matters is not true. To say that it doesn't matter is also not true. So the truth of the matter is if you have, if you're challenged in either of those departments, uh, coming before you want to, or uh, not being able to get or maintain an direction the way that you'd like to, it's still possible to create incredible sexual experiences. It is, and I'm sure you're learning all sorts of tools by being an avid listener of this podcast. Um, there, are, we a we have more than just our dicks. There are, I mean, there are ways in which you can create incredibly pleasurable and orgasmic experiences with your hands, fingers, and tongue. Uh, so do not discount that, and particularly sort of like uh, a blind man has. Be- has stronger connection to his other senses if you're having those dick issues we'll say (laughs) you may become more extraordinary in these other areas than other men so that is true that said chances are if you are uh not getting erections how you want to or you're uh coming sooner than you want to you and your lover would really prefer for it to be another way you'd prefer to be able to have uh that kind of control over master or whatever connection to your cock and to your sexuality that deep in your heart, you know, is possible. And I want to say that I believe it is possible and that it's possible beyond what much of our uh, Western medical literature tends to speak to. There are some things that are pure medical issues. There are. There are are elements there that are outside of my area of expertise. However, I have found that that's actually a relatively small percentage of men who are actually struggling with these issues. The much larger set of men, there's a psychological, emotional, energetic component going on here, and that is my area. And what I mean here is that you can learn to tune into your body, your nervous system, your sexual energy in ways that our larger society doesn't generally understand, let alone teach itself. And that by doing so, uh, these two areas of whether... erections or ejaculation are actually much more closely linked than we generally think of it So we often see them as opposite problems you know you're coming too soon or you're not getting hard mm-hmm. um, but i uh, i have men on both of those sides and everywhere in between that come into my world every day there's a certain disconnect from the body your own pleasure your uh, sexual neurology your sexuality that it is the common denominator across Across both. And by learning to start to notice what's going on in your body, there quite often we can change the neural pathways that are firing up or not firing up Mm -hmm. in our bodies in response to uh, sexual stimulation and sexual environments. And by starting to change those neural pathways and change the cascade of of nerves that light up in your body, we can change our experience. Instead of it cascading towards an ejaculation sooner than we want to, we can learn, oh, look, if I make these little alterations, I don't just rush towards ejaculation. I can slow down that whole process. I can move from an energetic perspective, move that sexual energy through the body. Or if you want to think of it more from a Western physiological realm, instead of it basically lights up your entire body uh, of um, neuropathways versus just focused in the groin Mm. and that that shift of what lights up and how it lights up your nervous system is a big part of allowing you to be able to be more choice around when you ejaculate rather than just your neurology in your pelvis getting like a circuit board getting overloaded and driving you towards a rapid ejaculation instead it's it just sends that nervous impulse up your nerve, uh, up your spine, mm-hmm. and out through your whole body, mm-hmm. uh, which is arguably much more pleasurable and allows you to keep going. So, mm-hmm. to move us over towards women, women can be incredibly spacious. It can be incredibly spacious, uh, and I the things that they've put up with with men over the years. For real? <laughs> <laughs> and and at the same time, if I love a period, is with a uh, penis owning individual who is who she doesn't know when he's gonna come but her history with him is he's gonna come sooner than she'd really like him to then she learns that she has to chase her orgasm she's got to reach towards it. how quickly can she get it she, she's got to try to get it before before he blows and who knows when that's going to be and the truth is for a lot of women they've had that experience so many times since they started having sex with men that They've just kind of built a pattern of chasing after their orgasm. But the truth is, there is a deeper level of pleasure and orgasmic possibility available to her when she can let that go. When she can let go of the reaching for her orgasm and can instead surrender into the pleasure of the moment. It's a very different type of orgasmic experience that she ends up, uh, that ends up being available to her. And so this is one of the reasons why I think it's very valuable for a man to to gain what I refer to as sexual self-mastery. not just for himself, which yes, you can experience full choice over your ej- ejaculation, full body orgasms, even non-ejaculatory orgasms and male multiple orgasms, which we talked in- about
0: in the last episode we talked about, if you like to episode 208, we talked about multiple orgasms and and like having more profound sexual experiences with yourself and others. So if you want to know more about that, go listen to that episode but yeah sorry continue continue with that. yeah I mean I
2: like there's so much available to us as men that we don't even have a context for in our larger society at present but just as not too long ago, 20 years ago, women didn't ejaculate. There's no such thing as female ejaculation. Not because there was no such thing as female ejaculation, but because we didn't have a context for it. Mm -hmm. And so with that, um, there were still women who would have the experience. It was often written off. They were just told that they were peeing. It was otherwise minimized. Many women just felt shame and shut it down. But now we have an understanding that this is a thing. And with it being known as a thing, more and more women are having that experience. Not everyone, and not everyone has to, but it, it's available. And so likewise, I try to be a voice towards, towards this happening and uh, expanding the possibilities for men's sexuality. Like, it, as we come to a cultural context of there being a separation between ejaculation, you know, the fluid coming out, and orgasm, the flood of pleasure through the body, and it, and it being understood that these are separate things and we can learn to separate them, I believe more and more and more men will start to have those experiences because it's just a known its a known variable. It's a known thing that we can do and men will find their way. Mm-hmm.
0: And then we'll show up in their sexuality with other folks and if we're talking about vulva owning folks that will essentially potentially enhance the other person's sexual experience also just just say the other person has to do their own work we know this and the other thing I wanted to just add real quick that we don't have time to dive into but just delayed ejaculation is another thing where I know we're speaking to coming sooner than you want but we're speaking to ejaculatory control um, and for some folks that is I just can't come Um, and I know that you do work with people on this too which brings me to you have a book you have an incredible online program where you work with people that are after our last episode 2, 208 um a number of our listeners signed up for and they bought your book and you know they loved it and got so much out of these pieces so can you just share a little bit about this mastery course uh, program, I'll call it, because it's not just like you take it you know, one day. There's a lot more yeah. to it. It's a deep, deep, deep dive. And your book, can you share more about what people can expect from these things? How do they sign up? How do they buy the book? Uh, when does the program start, the intensive?
2: Sure. So my book is The Evolved Masculine. Be the man the world needs and the one she craves, and it's it's a deep dive. I'm a I'm a deep guy. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it it takes you through this journey of uh, really looking in and both getting clear as to how how much capacity we really have to create our lives and who we are in it, and within that we spoke early in this about uh, becoming the role model that you wished you had. So this process of envisioning uh, what I refer to as your evolved masculine self, but really the vision of the man that you want to be in the world, including your sexuality, but the whole of who you are. And then we're working with these tools to take it out of this idea realm and into like being him. Then we move into Lessons of the Evolved Masculine, so this is like 13 stories of kind of lessons that I had to learn on my own journey of trying to figure out, well, what, what does it mean to be a good man in 2022 and beyond? Many of which I learned the hard way, and what I found, they tend to be fairly universal. And then the sexual and sexual self-mastery, which is what this larger conversation has been all around, to let, that there's so much more possible for us, and so much of what we've been taught about men's sexuality is just plain wrong. And then finally, understanding women and the feminine. Uh, this is both around like what's actually going on with the larger collective um, as well as a particular woman in your life, as well as the feminine, not just um, in women, but even the feminine within yourself. So this is the whole journey, understand yourself, understand your sexuality, and then how you connect to the other. Yeah, um, so Evolve Masculine, you can find it on Amazon and probably anywhere else and then this whole thing around sexual self-mastery this has been uh, kind of the bread and butter of my business and work um i've been teaching this particular training for i think we're at 13 years now um i've literally put somewhere around 1500 men through this program in that time i have learned a ton through that as you can imagine it's the benefit of working with somebody who has worked with so many people is whatever weird thing that is just so uniquely your problem chances are I've seen it before, mm. at least some version of it. So as alone as you may feel, you're not. And uh, it, there really is something very valuable, both in working with a an expert who actually really knows this stuff deeply, as well as connecting in with a community of other men who are, On the same path as you who have decided that now is the time to really take charge of this part of their lives and you know not just get out of pain but even move into a place of extraordinariness so uh for what i found with a lot of men is a lot of men today are very isolated I and mean, it's why we have high, high, such high rates of suicide, why we have high rates of opiate addiction and alcohol and uh, porn and video game addiction. Like we, we have so many things to deal with the fact that we're we, we're isolated, amplified more so in COVID times. Uh, plus I think a lot of men today have their own wounds around masculinity and their connections with other men that actually diving into a, a brotherhood really of men who have a foundational commitment to unconditional mutual support—that we're here for each other, no matter what. There none of that, like you know, ribbing or like poking fun at, at each other, but rather a place where you can actually be real about what's going on in your the world of your sexuality. Mo- men have a tendency to either go into over the top bragging, exaggerations, etc., or into humor as their default when it comes to talking about sex. But actually, the, the raw, vulnerable, like, hey, I'm having this challenge is something that a lot of men have a, don't really have a place to go to, especially speaking to another man who might be like, oh, dude, really, you too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there's, I've just found so many men who have said that even that was the most valuable part of this whole program for them, how it helped kind of rewire uh, their notions of how they can relate to other men.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i think yes yes please to all of that and more of that and um and you know and there's other there's versions just so you all listening there's versions of this you know for vulva owning or um you know female identifying folks too but we're just speaking to this this angle this direction this uh demographic here so if people want to sign up you said they can buy the book if they want to sign up for the program and everyone the links are in the show notes on how to do this how to find dustin's work how to sign up um how do they sign up i think you do like some sort of intro
2: yeah thing? of course especially for you yeah yeah <laughs> you know, for, for uh we have a special link for uh shameless sex listeners com slash shameless uh just for you <laughs> and i've created a uh hour, hour and a half, I think hour and a half, uh, like masterclass around this, where we really do a deep dive into this whole process, something that you could like walk away and apply it to your sex life at night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And then if from there you're like, this really resonates, you know, and everything from the podcast episode to this webinar was very powerful. I got something, I know there's something here for me, then we have even more to offer you, particularly Mm -hmm. what we call a sexuality breakthrough session, where you can get onto a conversation complimentary uh, call and session with one of my training coaches to take you through a deep process. So so from right here, I have to hit all the men, you know, I have to hit as many men as possible. But in this, we get to be like, what's going on with you? Mm -hmm. You know, what's going on with you? Mm -hmm. and uh, help you get really clear on what it is that you most deeply want in this area of your life and understand, like, why you don't have it already, what's been in the way, and what would it take for you to really clear where you are now to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And generally, by the end of that, it's clear whether we're we're fit to uh, do this deep dive together or not. But even if not, you're going to walk away from that session with something very valuable.
0: Look at all this free stuff you're giving away this time right I now. Yeah. I Reminder, you know, everyone podcasts are free. You're, if you're paying money to listen to this, I don't know what app you're on. But um, and then <laughs> you're talking about, you know, uh, uh the hour, an hour and a half masterclass that like what does anyone have to lose from that? You're talking about you're giving away some a free time for a session to kind of really tailor it to them. And then there's this training if people really want to dive in. Um so everyone go check it out. Go check out the link in the show notes, go check out Destin's book, The Evolved Masculine. Or is it Evolved Masculine, but evolved, Ma- you know, the or evolved masculine. <laughs> (laughs) Um, and we really appreciate you I'm speaking for April who is not here Dustin Garrick and we are super excited to have you back on the show because we will try to do that um, hopefully every six months because you're such a phenomenal speaker and you're doing really, really important work so thank you so much for being here with us um, and dealing with the internet gods that have not been on our side but they are now so. <laughs>
2: and thank you so much you know I, I always really enjoy being on your show and I hope next time it'll be with both you and April again yeah. Uh, yeah, you two are fantastic hosts you yeah. clearly like know your stuff really really well as well as you just know how to keep this very entertaining and fun for listeners so. <laughs> well
0: we do you know we're good at what we do it's the same different sides of the same coin it comes from our own challenges and, and wounding and pieces mm-hmm. that we have worked on or we are working on and so it just makes it you know so that we can show up in this raw way and i'm sure in you i know that your story is similar so anyways so uh, yeah really appreciate this so to all of our listeners uh april's usually i'm the opener and she's the closer but she's not here so what she would say is if you have not rated us yet on itunes or whatever app you're listening to us on please go and rate us and because it helps we love five stars you if you don't have time just do five stars a little emoji face with a smile or something Um, but it really helps us and help people all over the world including places where they don't have access to sex positive sex education find us because that's the cool thing about podcasts Uh, and we love our listeners thank you so much and our speakers and all the in-betweens and i love you april even though you're not here you're amazing and let's see oh that's it i'll leave it at that love you so much and ciao for now. want to learn more Go to shamelesssex.com and for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.